The Amos and Andy Show transcribed, written by Joe Connolly and Bob Mosier, featuring Ernestine Wade, Johnny Lee, Amanda Randolph, Roy Glenn, Hunt Conrad, Millie Bruce, Jeff Alexander's music, yours truly, Harlow Wilcott, and starring radio's all-time favorites, Freeman Garsden and Charles Correll. Amos and Andy! <laughs> How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? I am Charles Correll. I want to share a health secret in the Correll family with you. Whenever one of the adults in my family gets a real king-size cold, he starts right in taking Rexall Anapac. The reason is that Anapac combines antihistamine with APC compound, and that way you get quick, all-around relief from the misery of a cold. Believe me, this time of the year, it's just common sense to keep a bottle of Anapac in the medicine chest. It's spelled A-N-A-P-A-C, Anapac, and you'll find it at every Rexall drugstore. Well, it's now three o'clock in the morning at the home of George Kingfish Stevens. It's pitch dark in the living room as the front door slowly opens. And the kingfish tiptoes in. Well, so far, so good. <laughs> I got my shoes off, so I won't wake up Sapphire and a mama. Boy, it's dark in here. Hmm. Now I'll just tiptoe through the living room and... Oh, 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 oh! Me, Sapphire, and scattered them thumbtacks all over the floor again. <laughs> The only difference between crossing this room and the Russian border is that they ain't got none of them ferocious police dogs here. Get here, Mama. Get out of that him quick. Oh, here comes Tom Hart and Rin Tin Tin. Oh. Well, the lights are on, George Stevens, and it's three o'clock in the morning. I demand an explanation. Well, I tell you, I was, uh... That's a lie. <laughs> You ain't referring as I was out with another woman, is you? Look, there's only two things that'll keep a man out till three o'clock in the morning. Women, of course. And I know you ain't got the brains to play canasta. Josh, <laughs> <laughs> why was you? Well, honey, I, I, I just can't tell you. I, I just can't. All right, George. If that's your attitude, I ain't gonna say nothing further. I ain't gonna lose my temper or say another word. Oh. I just want to tell you one thing. You ain't getting away with coming in here at no three o'clock in the morning. I ain't gonna stand for it. I know you want up to no good. And furthermore, if you ever does anything like this again, I'm gonna take a flat iron and flatten out that tin head of yours. <laughs> Can you just leave out that living room. Come on, Mama. Let's go to bed. All right. <laughs> a couple of monsters in bathrobes. <laughs> With that nighttime makeup on, they look like something even Frank Buck wouldn't bring back. Huh? <laughs> so 
though your wife and her mama was pretty mad at you when you came in at 3 o'clock this morning, huh? Well, and I ain't fools to tell this to nobody. I got a job. And I want you to keep this under your head, boy. I will tell you something. I was working for the Peterson Detective Agency. I was out till 3 o'clock this morning shadowing a wayward husband. <laughs> Why didn't you just explain to Sapphire that you was a private eyeball? <laughs> uh, I can't, Henry. That, that's one of the rules of the company. You ain't allowed to recuss your work with nobody. Oh, yeah, I see the point. Your wife is liable to blab it all over town. Well, I got to get on home, take a nap. Mr. Peterson wants me to follow that married man again tonight. I wish he'd take that damn home before 3 o'clock in the morning so I could get some sleep, you know that? Oh, Mama, this is the third night this week, George. Come home at 3 o'clock in the morning. What do you suppose he's up to? Sapphire, he's mixed up with another woman. <laughs> another woman? Yeah. Oh, Mama. <laughs> but I'm afraid you're right. Who's I'm right? Now tell me something, Sapphire. When is the last time that Romeo kissed you? <laughs> well, Mom, I'm ashamed to tell you, but it was last New Year's Eve. Last New Year's Eve? <laughs> that, that was a masquerade. He thought I was somebody else. <laughs> We'll hire a detective and have him followed. <laughs> but, Mama, having my own husband followed? Do you think that's right? Honey, I had your father followed from the day I married him. <laughs> well, when did you have the detective stop following? When the grave digger throwed the last bird shoulder. <laughs> I guess you're right. We'll have him followed. But when are we going to get hold of a detective? Well, now, I noticed there's one agency that always advertises in the paper. I'm going to call them right away and put them on Georgia's trail. But, Mama, hand me that phone, girl. Operator, give me the Peterson Detective Agency. Well, let me get in the boss's office here. Uh, you don't send for me, Mr. Peterson? Yeah, that's right, Stephen. I like the way you wound up that other case. Yeah. You did a nice job shadowing that fellow. Well, thank you, Mr. Peterson. I was catching on all right. I guess I was just a natural-born sneak. Uh... <laughs> well, we've got quite a few cases in the office today. Got one here I think you can handle. Now, uh, some woman up on Lennox wants her son-in-law followed. Thinks he's chasing after women. Oh, another one of them no-good two-timers, huh? <laughs> well, I haven't got the details. My secretary took the information over the telephone. Uh, you pick up the folder on your way out and follow through. Uh, it's your case. Oh, uh, yeah, sir. Uh, you know, I was just thinking, Miss Peterson, <laughs> if this poor sap knows what was going on, he'd really have something to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening. This is your Rexall family druggist speaking to you for the 10,000 independent druggists who have made the word Rexall part of our own store name. We've done that because we recommend and sell the 2,000 or more drug products made by the Rexall Drug Company. Rexall MI-31 is a good example. Used full strength, MI-31 kills contacted germs in seconds. 
yet will not harm delicate membranes of the mouth and throat. That's why it makes such a refreshing mouthwash, soothing gargle, and effective breath deodorant. What's more, you get a full pint of MI-31 at the same price as other brands of smaller quantity. Ask for MI-31, America's many-purpose antiseptic, at Rexall Drug Stores everywhere. Oh, hi, Kingfish. I see you back here at the large hall. I thought you went down to the detective agency. Yeah, well, then, they, uh, they give me a new kiss. Uh, I was supposed to follow some wayward husband. I got the fool here, and I just about to look up the details on the thing. Uh, you say this is a wayward husband, huh? Yes, yeah, and they say here on the report right under complaint, it say, uh, man stays out nights till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning with no explanation to his wife or mother-in-law. Hmm. You know, and a fellow like that ought to be horsewhipped. <laughs> yeah, he must be a real no good. Tell me this, how you go about following him? Well, the first thing I does is to memorize the description of the victim. Wow. Uh, let's see uh, what it say on the description. Say here, uh, man has egg-shaped head with no hair. <laughs> uh, what you looking at, Anna? Nothing. Remind me, I'm going to have to start taking them hair treatments again. Uh, yeah. What else do you say about the man's look? Well, see here, blank expression on face with protruding ears. <laughs> uh, what you looking at, Anna? Nothing. Wait a minute, Anna, does my ears protrude? Well, not as you asked, uh... The last time I see the head with ears like that, Sabu was sitting on the head. <laughs> now, look, Andy, uh, leave me out of this thing. It's bad enough following a bum like this without you associating me with him. Now, let's see here. Uh, general description. Man usually wears gray suit with checkered vest. Uh, uh, no, what you looking at, Andy? Your gray suit and the checkered vest. You know, Andy... It's a different canoe, but I have a feeling I was up the old familiar creek again. Well, uh, look, Kingfish, don't it say somewhere there who engaged the detective agency? Yeah, on the back of the page, you say that. Well, there's only one thing you do. Turn it over and look at it. Grab the bull by the horn. Yeah, here goes. Hmm. Did you grab the bull by the horns? And the bull grabbed me first. <laughs> the one that hired the, the detective is my mom-in-law. Holy mackerel, Kingfish. You're supposed to be following yourself. Yeah, and I see the whole thing. While I've been working, Sapphire and her mama think I was going out with another woman. That's why they went to a detective agency. Yeah, well, this is a great detective agency you're working for anyway. They furnish the detective and the bum you follow at the same time. <laughs> I going to do? If I tell Sapphire working for the Peterson Detective Agency, I lose my job over there. Well, just keep your mouth shut and turn in a favorable report on yourself. That'll nip the jealousy in the bud. Oh, Andy, that's a wonderful idea, boy. Yeah, turn in a report on myself. Oh, oh you as a dear boy, Andy, I love you, boy. You oh, know it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess your troubles is over. I think I'll drop over at the pool hall. Uh, oh, say, by the way, uh, you remember that white shirt that you loaned me last week to take my gal to the dance? Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, I got it here in this paper bag. You want to take it home with you? Yeah, I'll take it on home, dump it in the laundry hamper. Yeah, well, excuse me for not getting it washed, Kingfish, but uh, 
The woman that does my wife charged me a flat sum, and I'm only allowed one show a week. Yeah, one show. So that's the whole story, George. For the past week, me and Mama has had you followed by a detective. Detective? You don't mean to tell me. Yes, George, and I'm happy to say he's given you a wonderful report. Yeah, well, uh, you didn't need to go to all that trouble to have me followed. Uh, a man that's always been as simonized pure as I is, you know. But, George, after reading that report, me and Mama's calling off the detective agency, and I'll never doubt you again. Oh, fine, honey. Well, I'll go on down to Lord's Hall. Bye-bye, my love. Bye-bye, my sweetheart. Oh, it's wonderful not having to be suspicious of George anymore. I feel so... Donna, where is he? George, what? why did you just left? Is there something wrong, Mama? I was just about to do the laundry, and look what I found. Lipstick on one of his shirts. <laughs> well, Mama, it could be ketchup. Listen, daughter, since when does Libby put Chanel number five in that tomato sauce? <laughs> <laughs> but what about the report from the detective agency, Mama? Daughter, we ain't trusting no more detective agencies. You and me is going to wait outside that large hall tonight and follow that two-timer ourselves. Oh, hi, Kingfish. I didn't expect to find you in the large hall this time of night. I thought you was working. Well, just about to leave on a new case I got, Andy. Uh... Uh, got a new assignment here. Got a bodyguard job. Yes, huh? Yeah, there's a, a young, pretty old gal named Mrs. Wilson uh, having trouble with her husband and I as the bodyguard. Hmm. Yeah, she just a sweet young thing, and she afraid that he might bust in the house, you know, and get violent and all that stuff. Yeah, well, that sounds awful dangerous to me, Kingsley. No, no, Andy, uh, no danger. Uh, Got Sapphire and Mama off the track with that phony report, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You sure put one over on them, boys. Yeah, it's the first time I got the best of my mother-in-law. Since the night we was roasting marshmallows and I let the old gal bite into a hot golf ball. Never <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> will forget Knocked out three of the front teeth. Yeah. <laughs> well, so long, Andy. I gotta get up to Mrs. Wilson's apartment. Now, now, don't you worry about a thing, Mrs. Wilson. I is here to protect you. Oh, with the big detective here, I don't think my husband will cause any trouble. You see, he only weighs 117 pounds. No, only weighs 117 pounds. Uh, that case, uh, I guess this lead pipe and these brass knuckles will be enough. <laughs> I'll put the pistol and the shotgun over against the wall here. Yeah. Uh, what do we look like, Miss Wilson? Well, he's very thin, and he broke his arm a few weeks ago, and it's still in a sling. Arm in a sling. Uh, yeah, well, uh, this case is looking better every minute, here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mind if I make myself comfortable here for the siege? Oh, of course not. Go right ahead. Yeah, well, I'll just take off my coat and my tie and lose my collar here. Oh, well, just make yourself at home. I think I'll go in the back and wash my hair. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll just unlock you. Holy smoke. I didn't have to wait long for action. Oh, that must be my husband. 
Yeah, listen, you just stay in the back there, and I'll take care of everything. All right. Well, I got this lead pipe here. I'll clip him on the broken arm first. That ought to slow him down. (laughs) Now, look here. It won't do you no good. Why, Sapphire, Mama! Yes, George, we done followed you all the way from the lock hole. Whose apartment is this, anyhow? Uh, who's, uh, uh, why, uh, it ain't nobody's, uh, it, it's empty, I, I hear alone. Have you ever longed for fine beauty care that's really simple and economical? Sensible beauty care that isn't tied to endless bottles and jars, to endless creams for different corners of your skin? If you have, and what woman hasn't, here's important news for you. I was talking with Ann Delafield, one of the world's greatest beauty authorities. Miss Delafield said, and I quote, The idea that a woman needs more than one cream is just plain nonsense. I've put all you need for deep cleansing, deep lubricating, and smoothing for all parts of your face right into one single cream. My Andelafeel All-Purpose Deep Cream. Yes, ladies, Andelafeel has brought you a fine, rich cream that does everything. And this deep cream is just the beginning of a whole new line of cosmetics designed expressly for the busy woman. Try Andelafield's all-purpose deep cream and makeup beauty aids today. Available at Rexall Drug Stores everywhere. Yeah, Amos Sapphire done throwed the kingfish out of the house. <laughs> oh, look, Andy, it seems to me the sensible thing to do is for the kingfish to tell Sapphire he was acting as a bodyguard for the young gal. No, sir. He say if Sapphire don't trust him, he ain't going to explain nothing. Oh, this is a mess, boy. Yeah, the kingfish done read Sapphire a note. He said they've been fighting for years. Unless they can find some way to work their marriage problem out, he ain't never coming back. You say he's over at Calhoun's office discussing the thing, huh? Yeah. I wonder how he's making out at Calhoun's place there. Well, that's the whole story, Calhoun. My wife and I done split up. We is done going our separate ways, and, well, our little home is broken up. Can't be. <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah, Calhoun, I am desperate here. I'm trying to think of some way to preserve my marriage. Well, now, if that's the case, the thing for you to do is what all married folks does when they're having their squabbles. Go consult one of them marriage counselors. Marriage counselors? Yeah. I don't know none of them. Well, there's a very famous one downtown here, uh, Mr. Pondexter. Welcomes all kind of cases. Oh, yeah, I don't see this ad in the paper. Yeah. Hey, Calhoun, that's a great idea. Yeah. I was going to see this Mr. Poindexter 
and see if he can give me some advice to straighten out my marriage. Yeah, do that. Oh, thank you, Calhoun. Well, you. you know, you being single, you don't know what I'm going through. You lucky you never got married. <laughs> well, Kingfish, I, I had a gal once. Boy, and was she a beautiful creature. <laughs> Face like an angel and a form like Venus. Man, that gal was crazy about me. Wouldn't even look at another man. Just wanted to be with me. Wanted to go around with me and be near me all the time. Oh, she did, huh? Worship the ground I walked on. Sold herself at my feet and just begged me to marry her. Well, then why didn't you marry her? Man, I wouldn't trust no gal that'd go for a bum like me. <laughs> Kingfish, we is the last ones left in Mr. Poindexter's waiting room here. Oh, uh, yeah, Andy, uh, I give him all the details on the phone, and he said he'd work out a solution for my problem and yeah. have it ready for... Uh, uh, wait a minute, here, here comes a man now. Well, how do you do? Oh, you poor, poor man. <laughs> Mr. Stevens, I can just tell you have a serious marital problem by the way you're standing there in a stupor. I as Brown. This is Mr. Stevens. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, of course. I'm sorry, Mr. Stevens. Won't you come into my office, please? Uh, yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, see you later at the large hall, Ander. Okay. Uh, sit right down there, Mr. Stevens. Uh, yeah, sir. Thank you, sir. You know, Mr. Stevens, I've been thinking your problem over very seriously. And I'm sure I put my finger on the crux of your marital trouble. <laughs> In your case, the thing to do is to marry the wealthy widow and send the seven children to a boarding school. <laughs> you got your finger on your own crux here. <laughs> Seven children to you, I suppose help with the jealous way. Oh, dear, I had you confused with another client. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Stevens. Oh, no harm done. Oh, I remember that in various case I ever runs into a widow with seven children. I put that down. <laughs> Very good. Now, for 23 years of your married life, you and your wife have quarreled. What we must find now is the reason for these quarrels. In other words, the solution to your problem is to find X. X. <laughs> X means the unknown. When we come across something that's unexplainable, something that we've never seen before, we put down an X. <laughs> now tell me this, please. What, what does your wife look like? Well, she's, uh, she, uh, she got, uh, uh, you better put out another X there. Man. Why, Mr. Stevens, the solution to your problem appears rather simple, really. In these arguments with your wife, the thing for you to do is to give in. Give in. Yes, you must learn to give in, to forgive and forget. This will make you the big person in the marriage. Yeah, the big person. I'll be the big shot then. Yeah. <laughs> Will Poindexter, in the future, 
I'm going to give in and be the big person in the matter. Fine. That will be ten dollars, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, ten dollars. Uh, yeah, thank you. Now, Mr. Stevens, I wonder if you'd mind leaving by the side door. I have another client coming. Oh, uh, yeah, sir. I'll go right out the side door, yeah, sir. Miss Thorndyke, would you please send in the next patient? Well, this is the 18th case of marital trouble that I've straightened out today. Two more, and I'll have enough to pay my third wife's alimony. <laughs> oh, come right in, madam. Come right in. And what is your name, please? Uh, well, I'd rather use my maiden name. It's Sapphire Smith. Oh, yes. I've been expecting you. You're the widow with the seven children. <laughs> oh, no, no. Remember, I phoned you about having trouble with my husband about another woman. We had a fight and he'd have left home. Oh, well, the solution to your problem is very simple, madam. In these arguments with your husband, the thing to do is give in. Give in? Yes, give in. Forgive and forget. That will make you the big person in the marriage. The big person in the marriage. Mr. Coindexter, from now on, I am going to forgive and forget. Why? That will be ten dollars, please. Now, if you'll just leave by the side. Yes, Mama, I don't send for George. I'm going to tell him I'm going to forgive and forget. And that way, I'll show I'm the big person in the marriage. Hmm. Well, you can do what you want. I ain't going to interfere. Oh, thank you, Mama. I just hope... That must be the bum now. <laughs> uh, Mama, don't you think it would be better if you went in the bedroom? <laughs> All right, daughter. All right. But if you want me, you just holler, and I'll come charging out of there like the United States Cavalry. <laughs> Come in, George. Well, I said you call Miss Sapphire, because there's something that I want to tell you. Oh, yes, George, and there's something I want to tell you. I done decided to be the big person in this marriage. Well, I, uh, 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 you decided to be the big person. <laughs> yes, I decided to forgive and forget. Oh, wait a minute, Chair. What's he trying to do? Chisel in on my rocket? <laughs> I was the one that's going to be the big person in the marriage. Oh, no, you ain't, George Stevens. I have done forgiven and forgot first. And that makes me the big person in the marriage. Well, now, see, yeah, I come up here to forgive and forget. And I'm going to do it, and I'm going to be the big person in this marriage if it's the last thing I ever do in my whole life. Now, don't you shout at me. I have forgot to forgive before you get your big bum. Well, you ain't getting away with pulling this fast one like this. I'm going to fix you. Good. Wait a minute, hold it there. Mama, mama, put out that back so I can forgive and forget. Uh, help, help, help. Well, how you feeling now, Kingfish? Well, then, the doctor said that he's going to take the traction splints off me in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Say I can get out of the hospital then. Yeah, that Mr. Poindexter's advice wasn't no good, was it? No, and uh, from now on, me and Sapphire has decided to go back to our old style of fighting. Just forgiving and forgetting is too hard on the bones, boy. I... 
Friends, this is Harlow Wilcox. If you take vitamins, take the kind that gives you three big extras plus B12. Yes, I mean take Rexall Plenamins. Plenamins formula includes folic acid, liver concentrate, iron, and B12. On top of that, Plenamins gives you more than your minimum daily requirement of every vitamin with known minimums. Yet Plenamins cost only pennies per day. So give yourself the plus protection of Plenamins. P-L-E-N-A-M-I-N-S. Plenamins. At Rexall drugstores everywhere. You know them by the orange and blue Rexall sign. Yes, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, to visit your Rexall family drugstore. Thank you and good night. See you next Sunday. Be sure to be with us at this same time next Sunday when your Rexall druggist will again present the Amos and Andy Show, directed and transcribed by Cliff Howell. Stay tuned for the Edgar Bergen Charlie McCarthy program, which follows immediately over most of these same stations. This is the CBS Radio Network. <laughs>